Well, I don't know about you, but I am seeing a flood of photos on all the socials of people going to all the places already. It is December 1st and the Christmas parties have begun. And then, of course, you have to figure out who do we go to housewise or are we hosting Christmas? And maybe your family is ahead of the curve and you already have this figured out. But for some, um, you have to make sure that you are setting healthy boundaries. I had some conversations with some girlfriends about this recently because you want to have a good Christmas. You don't want to walk away feeling traumatized. And sometimes it can be stressful being in family situations, especially during the Christmas season. So I thought, who but Jay Woods would be the person to address such a conversation. So, Jay, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's always, always, always a pleasure. We always have laughter. And I always feel like somehow I probably should hire a psychotherapist after our conversations. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not wearing that hat particularly in the space. It's but, true. It's very true. But, you know, you're getting a flavor I of am. some therapy essence exactly. in these conversations. So how do we navigate this? Because sometimes we go into situations and we have to be there. Like we're obligated, but you know there's going to be conversations that are uncomfortable, outside of your boundaries. There's just like every family has that person. Every family, every group of people will have some sort of dynamics that can be activated. They bring up conflict, they bring up disagreement, they bring up some kind of like rupture. It brings some feelings alive in us and that can either help us to connect and Mm -hmm. make sense of what's going on, maybe have some more clarity and understanding or it can lead to just further spirals of rupture, disagreement, and just fractured relationships. And nobody wants that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tensions are high during holiday season. Everybody's stressed out. Finances are stretched. Time is stretched with Uh all the gatherings. And oftentimes, even outside of family with friends, um, people can be disappointed because they're not getting to see their friends whose schedules are busy. Mm -hmm. All that to say, there's a lot on our minds. How can we experience the most connection rather than rupture. And one model that I want to uh, just plant some seeds in people's brains today is something that's called nonviolent communication or NVC for short. As opposed to violent communication? As opposed to violent communication. Now, let me give the caveat. Okay. It goes by multiple names. Nonviolent communication or NVC Mm -hmm. is kind of the, the official Okay. name that it's, it's been called since its inception, but other people refer to call it or prefer to call it connecting communication. Okay. That kind of describes what it does rather than what it doesn't do. Yeah, exactly. Or compassionate communication. Um, but at its core, nonviolent communication is meant to be an alternative to Violent right. communication. When you say violent <laughs> communication, though, I'm thinking there's going to be a full-on brawl during the Christmas dir- dinner and, like, who's yeah. fighting over the, the turkey legs. It's Royal Rumble. Somebody's getting <laughs> suplexed into the coffee table. Exactly. Yeah. So we could think of it as an alternative to that, sure. But also it's an alternative to a, a more subtle form of violent communication, which mm-hmm. isn't so much about physical aggression and I'm I'm injuring you, okay. but like on an emotional, psychological level, maybe I'm showing up in my communication in ways that um, activate shame and guilt in you in an oh. unhelpful way. Okay. And I'm communicating in ways that uh, are based on kind of power and control. I'm communicating in ways that make you feel less than 
and thereby try to get you to change your behavior because you're feeling ashamed. Ooh, right. Yeah. We do that in a lot of subtle ways. Yeah. If you think about just some of the typical everyday ways, uh, a roommate or a spouse might try and ask somebody else to help with the dishes. Right? Oh yeah. Come home and you say, "Oh yeah." Of course, this example isn't going to be from your own personal life, right? Oh, oh right? no! I once but, saw in a movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I can't remember what it was called, and it was about the dishes. Okay. And she said, "I don't want you to want to do the dishes. I want you to want to like help me do the dishes." Right. Because then the guy was like, "Fine, I'll do the dishes." And then she said, "No, I don't want you to do the dishes now." Right. You're just doing it because you feel obligated. Totally. Perfect example. Let's talk about the dishes. Mm -hmm. This is going to come up at somebody's family gathering where yes. somebody's left alone to do all the dishes. Yes. Right? It's never happened to me before. Of course. Never. Of course. You've heard tales from a friend of a friend. Exactly. In Now, let me say this. In just regular everyday conversation, if you can ask for help with the dishes and just however you talk just works for you fine, mm -hmm. then... Fine. <laughs> That's great. But if you're finding yourself stuck, if you're noticing that you're making requests that aren't being heard or received, this is a time for us to practice some of these principles of nonviolent communication. And all it looks like is boiling everything down to three things. Number one, what's really happening in me in this moment? So we're going beyond, I just really want them to do what I want them to do. No, like, what, what am I actually feeling? What's the emotional energy that's alive in me? Is it, I feel lonely? I feel, I feel frustrated. Mm -hmm. Feel annoyed. Yeah. Feel confused. I'm feeling like a Martha. Yeah, I feel like a Martha. Perfect. And in addition to what I'm feeling, what am I needing? Is it just collaboration? Is it to be seen in my efforts? Is it some help? Is it some understanding? Some acknowledgement of what I'm contributing? Mm -hmm. That's it. That's where we start. Some, some self-connection about what I'm feeling and needing. Okay. Part two, we hold some empathy towards what might possibly be going on for that other person. So instead of looking at them and saying, oh, they're just lazy or yeah. they just don't care or they just don't see me, let's Let's give a little bit of empathy. This is just an internal exercise, mm -hmm. at least to begin. And here we would ask, I wonder what might be going on in them. Are they feeling exhausted because they just had a full day? Are they feeling uh, excited to do some other thing, like connect with family in the living room while the board games are coming out? Mm -hmm. What are they needing right now? Is it connection? Is it play? Is it rest? So rather than saying... I'm right, they're wrong, they're unhelpful. We just look at what's going on in me, what's going on in them. And then finally, step three, we move to communication. Mm -hmm. We move to actually expressing some of this by saying out loud, hey, you know what? I noticed when I saw you come in the room and not help with the dishes, that I felt frustrated because I needed some help. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing maybe you're feeling excited to go watch a movie or play the games or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Let's find a way where both of our needs can get met. Oh, wow. That's mature sounding. Isn't it? I would just unplug everything. Well, you can't play with it now, so you might as well do the dishes. Right. <laughs> okay, I really wouldn't do that. But sometimes <laughs> in my very dramatic brain, like you envision these things and then it blocks you from being able to, you know, connect with how you're really feeling because you're thinking about 
how I want to respond. Yeah, what I want to get them to do yeah. that will then resolve my feelings. But in the communication of that, yeah. we're actually enacting more harm to our connection yeah. than help to it. So we're centering the connection, centering the understanding, what's happening in me, what might be happening in them. Let me express that. Amazing. I love it. This is going to be a phenomenal tip for us to use this Christmas season. Jay Woods, who's in the house today, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge today. Anytime. And for those who are interested, just go on the internet and look up nonviolent communication. Tons of helpful videos and resources to help you uh, contextualize that in your life.